Welcome to episode 71 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family, Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the the dirty donut destroyer of daily disastrous disappointment. Whoa, whoa, Bob, Bob, that sounds uh, a bit negative for you. You know, usually you give yourself, like, upbeat nicknames like... Wait, hang on, I, I saved some of my favorites here. Okay, um... Oh, yeah, you once called yourself the freedom-fighting, flip-flop forgetter, but finder of fast-fleeting fun in the sun, uh, which was great. Or or, or this one, um, the, the personal pumpkin plopper of picture perfection. Oh, or who could forget um, the noble, nefarious, knowing knowledge of no? <laughs> well, evidently you could forget it because uh, didn't didn't you just have to look it up right now? That, that's a fair point. But, you know, all those nicknames are positive. The dirty donut destroyer of daily disastrous disappointment? Yeah, I gotta wonder. Did, did something happen? Yeah, it did. Or actually, uh, something didn't happen, or at least not the way I wanted it to happen. You see, every Tuesday we host a youth Bible study at our house. The entire youth group comes over. It's awesome. That doesn't sound bad at all. Well, yeah. I mean, I love it. We hang out. We have snacks. Uh, we study the Bible. It's pretty amazing if you overlook the one huge negative thing about it. Uh, negative? Wait. Everything you've said so far sounds a positive. I mean, nothing's more life-changing and positive than hanging out and studying God's Word together. Well, you're right. Bible study night is positive. The, the only real problem is my mom makes me start cleaning the house super early to get ready for everyone to come over. So you said uh, the Bible study's Tuesday night. So how early do you start cleaning? Like Monday? Basically, I start on Wednesday when I get home from school. Wait, so six days early? Well, Jesse, this isn't a math podcast. We've been over this. But yes, we clean on every day that ends in Y, uh, just to get ready for the big Bible study on Tuesday. So I'm guessing you guys will make a pretty big mess. You know, maybe you could lead by example for the rest of the kids in youth group by eating over a plate you know, so you don't make crumbs or maybe using a napkin or a coaster. Oh, don't get me started again about amusement park rides. Anyway, I tried telling my mom that my friends don't even care if the house is clean. You know, they just come for the snacks. And to study the Bible. Well, that sort of goes without saying. I mean, after all, it's called Bible study. Anyway, I tried telling my mom that Psalm chapter 51 verse 10 says... Create in me a clean heart, O God. So God really only cares about our heart being clean. You know, not the carpet or under the couch cushions. Uh, A.B., that's uh, not what that verse is saying, and I think you know that. (laughs) My mom said the same thing, but, you know, it was worth a shot. (laughs) 
You grown-ups definitely stick together. Well, as a grown-up, I do have to side with your mom on this one. You know, you want people to feel comfortable when they come over, and a clean house is more inviting than a dirty one. I just wished I'd known because I would have helped you clean the mirrors. What? You like cleaning mirrors? Oh, yeah. It's just something I can really see myself doing. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it, it, it's a mirror. I wish there was a mirror here to help me reflect these Jesse jokes that are flying around the room. Yeah, but I saw you laugh at that one. <laughs> okay, if I'm being honest, that actually wasn't a bad one at all. Plus, I, I actually really could have used your help because I haven't cleaned my bathroom mirror in years. Oh, wait. You haven't cleaned your bathroom mirror in years? That's not good. I know. It reflects badly on me. <laughs> okay, now that's a good joke. You know what? I'll wait while you write that down in your Jesse Jokes folder. Yeah, I think we're good. Uh, let's continue with your story. So you told your mom that your friends really don't care about how clean the house is. They just want to hang out and eat snacks. So how did she respond to that? She actually pointed out there were enough snacks for everyone crumbled up on our carpet. And it was embarrassing for her when people come over and see a dirty house. She then told me to start vacuuming vacuuming and my brother to start dusting the furniture and shelves. Oh, I like that. You know, doing chores and helping out around the house is a great way to build character. And it's nice to see you and your brother working well together. Oh, thanks. Oh, and speaking of cleaning, my mom got a new vacuum cleaner two weeks ago. It is awesome. She, she said it was so good that it would cut the work in half. So I naturally asked her why she didn't buy two of them. So we didn't have to do any work at all. <laughs> well, uh, what did she say to that? You know, my mom, she just likes to stare at me blankly sometimes. Anyway, my brother and I, we started cleaning the house. Well, good. And how did that go? Well, I tried working together, but my brother wasn't helping at all. He was just complaining as I worked really hard to clean this very hard-to-reach area for him. You know, actually, he was more yelling than complaining, so my mom ran in and told me to stop. Oh, but why would your mom tell you to stop from helping your brother with some really hard-to-reach area? I have no idea. She just ran in and told me to take the vacuum hose off the back of my brother's head. Okay, I'm beginning to understand now. She actually pointed to the living room carpet and told me to stay focused on that. That's not normally your strong suit, but hopefully you were able to focus enough to get the carpet vacuumed. Actually, I did. Uh, that new vacuum cleaner was pretty fun to scoot around everywhere. Plus, my mom told me that this week's lesson was all about staying focused. She said it was about keeping God first and not letting the world distract us from focusing on Him and all the things that God wants us to accomplish. It, it, it kind of fired me up to do my best. Huh, that's great. Thanks. Well, okay, if I'm being honest, it, it didn't fire me up right away. I, I first tried to convince my mom that a totally clean house could actually be distracting from our Bible study. How could a clean house be distracting? You know, a, a shiny floor might temporarily blind someone. And Jesse, we don't have any Bibles written in Braille. So, you know, I was just thinking of our guests. Bob, have you ever thought about how much time you spend making up excuses to not work when you really could just get your chores done and then go on to something else? You see, right there. You grown-ups really stick together because that's exactly what my mom said as well. Oh, okay. So I still don't see how this story makes you, uh, wait, what did you call yourself? A dirty donut destroyer of, of something? The Dirty Donut Destroyer of Daily Disastrous Disappointment. Okay, let me get to that part. 
So we finally got the house cleaned, even though I knew no one would notice. Uh, Everly and Sarah were the first ones to show up, which actually kind of sort of frustrated me. Oh, wait a minute. You like Everly and Sarah. So our listeners who read your stories in Clubhouse magazine know that both of these girls are actually pretty cool. Yeah, usually they are, but that night they walked in. You know what the first thing they said? They said to my mom how clean the place looked. (laughs) I guess that just proves something that you should have known all along. What's that? Uh, Moms are always right. Jesse, did my mom tell you to say that? (laughs) Anyway, the rest of the kids showed up a few minutes later. Mom had made some great snacks, and I even followed Billy around with a vacuum cleaner so I wouldn't have to clean so much next time. Yeah, there you go. You're, You're thinking ahead. Yeah, well, like I said, that new vacuum cleaner is sort of fun to use. Mm, That reminds me. I need to get rid of my vacuum cleaner. Wait, why? It's just collecting dust. (laughs) You know, sometimes I'm really surprised we've done over 70 episodes. (laughs) Okay, well, the Jesse joke folder is put away for now. Uh, Let's get back to your story. Okay, after a bit, Mom told us it was time to start the Bible study. She explained that we'd be focusing on keeping God first. Oh, I bet I know the verse you guys looked up. Was it Matthew chapter 6, verse 33? No, it wasn't. Actually, what does that say? Oh, it says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Oh, that's good. But that wasn't it. But we were actually in Matthew, and that verse you just said sort of goes with what you just said. Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 39 is the one we were looking at. Uh, Let me see. I memorized it. Hold on. And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second one is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Basically, it says to love God and keep him first in your life. And to be kind to others, like treating them how you want to be treated. Absolutely. It, It was a pretty good lesson. But then something strange happened. I can't wait to hear. Okay, my dad stood up from his big chair as soon as I was done reading the scripture, and he said, Huh, I want a donut. That is strange. Well, my dad actually wanting a donut isn't really that strange. He he always wants a donut. You know, even when he's water skiing, I know he's always probably thinking about donuts. Uh, The strange part was that he was interrupting the Bible study. My, my dad never does that. In fact, he's always telling us that a Bible study is an opportunity to learn a little bit more about God, and that will always help us in life. It was the strangest thing. Oh, and Jesse, you should have seen my mom. She looked even more annoyed than that time I thought I could build a snowman in my bedroom. Oh, wait. You tried to build a snowman in your bedroom? Surely you knew it would melt in your heated house. (laughs) Jesse, that's why I opened all my bedroom windows. Of course, that's also why all my bedroom windows are now nailed shut. Okay, well, let's not get distracted with another story. So, in the middle of this Bible study, your dad declares that he wants a donut. Yeah, he he just ignored my mom's frustrated look and grabbed his car keys. He he was a man on a mission. He was... uh, He was a dire, dedicated dad on a donut destination. Hmm, nice alliteration. Yeah, thanks. And the story gets even crazier. Dad said, who else wants a donut? I'm buying. Raise your hand if you want to go get donuts. Jesse, 
I can't believe this, but several hands went up in the air. I'm hoping you sided with your mom and you told everyone that it was important to finish the Bible study first. Well, yeah, I was going to, but I I was actually kind of busy doing something else. What were you doing? I was busy holding my hand up in the air. <sighs> Bob. I know. I felt bad. I, I didn't want to leave the Bible study, but I was really worried that my dad might be having a nervous breakdown, and, and, and I wanted to be there to help him through it. Well, what was the real reason you raised your hand? Okay, this new donut place has these really good cream-filled donuts in the back, but you have to know to ask them for the special ones. That, that sounds truthful. Yeah, I'm not proud of my actions. It, it, that's why I gave myself that nickname at the start of this episode. Ah, it makes more sense now. So, everyone just left your mom sitting there. Not everyone. Sarah and Everly said that they'd stay behind and keep reading the scriptures and, you know, discussing what the scriptures meant. And they obviously didn't know about the secret donuts in the back of the store. So how close do you live to the donut store? It sounds like you all might have missed the rest of the study. Oh, just wait. So we all followed Dad out to the garage. Instead of getting in the car, though, Dad popped the trunk. So I started looking around to see if we had a flat tire that needed changing. And then Dad reached into the trunk. Jesse, he pulled out a box of donuts. I was so confused. I know the feeling because I'm feeling it right now. What was happening? We had no idea. Dad wasn't saying anything. He just marched back into the living room. You know, we all followed him because we didn't know what was going on. Plus, you know, he had the donuts. Uh, wait. I think I know what's going on. You do? Okay, well then I wish you would have been there. You could have actually stopped cleaning our mirrors for a second to let us in on the secret. But fortunately, Dad did that pretty quickly once we were all back in the living room. Okay, so finish your story so I can see if I figured it out. Okay, so when Dad walked back in, my mom was actually smiling. Dad put the donuts on the coffee table, and then Mom said, Do you kids see how easily the world can distract you? The the Bible says to keep God first, but many of you instantly stopped focusing on God's Word the minute you thought you could get a donut. She then said, Kids, you have to stay focused on the important things in life. I knew it. It was a test. Yeah, and just like most of my tests, I failed. I, I couldn't believe how easily I could be pulled away from God's Word like that. I was speechless for the rest of the study. Well, if I'm being honest, mostly because my mouth was full of donuts, Dad actually remembered to ask the lady for the special ones in the back. You know, this actually reminds me of a voicemail we got from one of our listeners that goes really well with today's story. Oh, I bet I know which one you're talking about. Is, is it the one about the famous fish? I have it here. Hold on. All right, let's listen. What fish is the most famous fish? A starfish. Uh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, but it's not the... Uh, wait, why would that joke remind you of this story about staying focused on God? Jesse, it was about a starfish. And, well, you know, just like the wise men followed the star to Jesus, we can follow God's word to lead us on the path God wants us on. You know, star, fish, star, Jesus, God's word. It's a natural thought process, Jesse. Oh, wow. Uh, A.B., your brain thinks on a different level. Anyway, that's a good point, but it's uh, not the call that I was thinking about at all. Uh, Let's take a listen to this caller. I want to become a good friend on church and a good student of prayer. Oh, that is a good one, too. And I guess... I guess it fits better because we've been talking about staying focused on the important things in life. 
And that definitely includes how much time you're spending praying or reading your Bible or talking to your friends about Jesus. If you are focused on doing those things every single day, then you will be a good friend and a good student of prayer. Exactly. You know, taking a moment to reflect on how you spend your time will help you decide how to be more wise with what you do with your time in the future. Oh, and hang on. That reminds me of another call we got that goes along with our point today. Check this out. Well, why did a hot dog go to the store? You needed some ketchup. Okay. That's a funny joke. But again, how does it go along with what we were talking about? Well, we should always find time to catch up on God's Word. You know, like you were saying, make sure that you're spending some of your time reading the Bible and praying daily to help you stay focused on the amazing adventure God has planned for your life. That's true. And speaking of adventures, this is the end of today's. The official Average Boy podcast is a presentation of Focus on the Family. If you haven't heard our other episodes, you can go back and listen to them all at averageboy.org. And at that website, you can find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boy's devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. Or you can check out my newest book, Average Boy's Above Average Year. All three books are filled with lots of laughs and some some good life lessons. Mm, Speaking of lessons, if anything you heard today clicked or caused you to think of some questions, you could message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link. Or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. You can also leave us a joke that we might use on a future episode, sort of like we did today. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. Wow, now I'm hungry for hot dogs. And donuts, especially those special ones in the back of the store. He's average, Bob.